1: Like Kobe in the fourth quarter. This is the Dane Moore NBA podcast to brought quarter. to you by Genesis Company. Coming a late Wednesday night. It's still April 19th here for a, a few more minutes. Joined by Britt Robson from MinPost here in the, the lobby of the Spring Hill Suites uh, in, in Denver to, to give our initial, guess, initial reactions to what was turned into a wild uh, game two uh, between the Wolves and the Nuggets. I thought we were going to be having a very similar conversation uh to the the conversations after game one after that first half Britt, but credit where it's due i mean the wolves kind of did the one thing they've done all year where when they totally let you down they find a way to to bounce back i think they started the third quarter on on a 20 to 6 run i guess i'll just kick it to you of what stood out to you most from this game? We got a we got a bunch of different things that I, I think the contrast
2: is what stuck out to me. Okay, um, they were outscored on the fast break nineteen to three, and at one point it was nineteen to nothing
1: at halftime. Right,
2: it was nineteen to three at halftime. Okay. They got and actually that that kind of makes sense because the seeds of that second half comeback happened late in the second quarter. They did begin to winnow it down some. Um,
1: once cat went out with foul trouble. Yeah, I mean that
2: was definitely a lot of it. I think what I would say is my mindset it was I was just in mocking mood. I mean I was just yeah. looking for absurdly terrible stats that were plentiful all over the place, and just saying to myself, "This team." You know, I was I was pissed off, quite frankly, after game one because they lost by twenty nine. They scored eighty points. The fewest they'd scored all season was 88 before that game. Yeah. Um, it was their worst efficient game in terms of points per possession. Um, they just looked awful. And Denver is a mediocre defensive team. There was just they, – they didn't really push. They didn't push back much, uh, some of their main players. Ann had kind of an off game. Cat had a terrible game. Uh, Rudy didn't have a very good game. I mean, they, they were just – that they all – Um, the whole thing just looked terrible and you could say, okay, you know, write it off a one eight seed against an eight seed and, uh, they're on the road and they were tired and they're going to altitude, all these reasons. Second game, you gotta, you know, you get hit in the mouth like that. You got to respond. And they didn't at all. They got hammered in the first quarter and a half. And so that's when you know I got I got markable. I was in a yeah, mood where I, I just I
1: see your your stats that you tweeted about. This was this was at halftime, right? When you tweeted out the yeah. fast break points, nineteen to three, bench was seventeen to six. Yes, in Denver's favor. Points off of turnovers was ten to one in Denver's favor, and points in the paint was thirty six to eighteen. And then everything changed. Everything changed.
2: And, they, and what they did is they began to. I mean, to listen to them tell it, uh, they just were miss Listen to Finch tell it. They were just missing shots, which anybody who saw the game knows isn't true. Um, they began to play as a team is what happened. Mm-hmm. And they began to get their head out of their ass. Most of them anyway, in terms of, uh, they seem like deer in the headlights, especially cat. I mean, you know, let's call it out. Uh, Cat looked like he was going to have one of those games where he was just awful.
1: He just and looked he, petrified in the first half, man. Oh, <sighs> he, he just looked
2: bad, and he, he looked like the kind of guy that nobody wants because he's really expensive and he's really talented, and it was a spotlight, and he froze and disappeared. And he did that in game one a lot, and he did that even more, obviously, in game two. And you begin to think, holy, you know, I mean, here we go. This is, this is, uh, you know, Rudy's problematical, Cat's problematical. They, together, are a pair of conundrums that you don't know how to match. And the whole season and raison d'etre, the Go Bear trade defines the 22-23 season. How well it did or didn't work defines the season. I mean, Jade McDaniels took some great steps. Ants take some great steps. We discovered slow-mo what he could do. Mike Conley's been a blessing late. But at the end of the day, it was always going to be about how could this fit happen. And one half of the fit was just spitting, you know, shitting the bed. And the other half of it was doing his usual thing where the other team was kind of letting him get the ball in the paint. They were ignoring Rudy. And it's just it just felt like all this treasure and identity and everything packed into these two guys. And it's not working and it's not working flagrantly now for all to see on a national stage. And then, you know, in the middle of a bunch of my mocking tweets, I look up, you know, Nah hit a three, Ann hit a three, uh, Slow-Mo hit a bucket, Rudy got loose for a couple. 20-6
1: run to start the third quarter. And all of
2: a sudden, it was a game, and at the end of the third quarter, it was 89-87 Wolves. (laughs) And and you go, okay, wait a minute now. I've been mocking this team for like 25 minutes, and I stopped mocking them. I had sense enough to stop mocking them when they were like within – single digits when it was like seven or something. But I began to scramble and saying, you know, pay a little bit more attention as to what's going on. And what I was watching was better movement off the ball, smarter movement off the ball. Yeah. I do believe them when they say their defense improved, and I think you're going to talk about that in terms of how they defended
1: Jokic in particular. Well, I mean, wasn't did that not – I mean, th- to me, this is super distilled down, but – you switch to the second half, and you go on a 20-6 run. I think they won the third quarter 40-23. to 23. And what was different in the third quarter right. from a just a right. logistical standpoint on the floor? Jokic, Gobert switched on to guarding Jokic after Cat had been guarding Jokic for game one in the first half of game two right. and been a disaster. Right, seemed like a obvious pivot and ended up being a profitable pivot. They also... They also just started giving Ant the ball more and, exactly. and running the offense through him while also spacing Carl to the corner while he was there, which opened up pick and roll for Gobert, wh- who, again, Denver was not loading up on, on right. those roles. They weren't, quote-unquote, respecting his gravity in that sort of way. And then, boom, switch Gobert onto Jokic, give Ant the ball, put Cat in the corner, find find the pick and roll game through that, and then just play hard. Play and with then, consistent and effort. actually,
2: quite frankly, I thought that not... For Prince made a big difference too, just yeah. simply because um, they're, they have a very similar mindset. But um, I just think that for whatever reason, um, Na, I think Na has more natural ability. I think is really what I want to say. I think that he's he's quicker. He may even be a little stronger. Prince hits the floor a lot. Naw nah doesn't hit the floor. Nick Alexander Walker, I'm calling mm-hmm. Nah. He hits the floor not as much. Um, and I, I thought he was a good fifth wheel, and that's what they needed. They needed a fifth wheel who could, when he got the ball, knew what to do with it. Um, I thought his shot selection, he didn't shoot that much. I thought that his up fake drive pass game was better than Prince's because it's more unpredictable. Um, yeah,
1: Tor- Torian did pick up a foul a minute into the third quarter, which and was... And he hit
2: some big threes. I mean, I don't want to yeah, say he's terrible no, but, at but it. To but to
1: the third quarter point, that's that's when we're talking about what changes were. Right. They, they changed the who was on the floor with the starters. He and got that, his
2: fourth foul very early, right?
1: Yeah, it was one minute into, into the third quarter. And then so they rolled with Cat, Gobert, Na, Ant, and Conley pretty much the entire... I mean, that was I looked at it. There was three subs in that quarter. It was Nah for Prince one minute in, then Anderson came in for Con for Conley midway through the right. quarter. That
2: was an interesting sub.
1: And then and then Conley came back in right. six seconds left in the quarter. So right. they really, I mean, Finch to get them back into the game. You know, I-, I think there's there's a whole lot to be harsh on with Finch for the first six quarters yeah. of oh, this playoff series. But he just said, All uh, like, right, "All the chips in the middle in the third quarter, we're we're going to." One get back in this game, or two try and salvage some sort of lifeline in in this series by having a third quarter and a second half that that they could build on, and and they did they did do that, but it was by just playing everyone the whole time.
2: And you're right, though. What could be simpler than using your best interior defender on the cog that makes the Nuggets work on that end of the floor? And what could be better than turning your alpha scorer loose? It's the playoffs. I mean, what was great, I will tell you, I mean, I just got through talking about, you know, if if I'm cynical enough to be mocking the team I'm covering after fifth or sixth quarter of being dominated, I do want to mention that there is nothing quite as fun as having it be a nail-biter with the team you cover in the playoffs. I mean, they almost stole the game. I mean, they were they were within a basket or two for a good five or six minutes mm-hmm. between the last three minutes of the third quarter, I would say in the first two or three minutes, four minutes of the fourth quarter. That was a you know back and forth. And and a lot of it was Ant and Murray just firebombing each other. I mean right. it is this I'm gonna read you their lines. It's yeah. it's remarkable. Um Ant was 14 for 23. Murray was 13 for 22. (laughs) Both of them were six for 10 from deep. Ant was seven for eight from the line. Murray was eight for nine from the line. Um, Murray had three rebounds. Ant had one. No, Ant had two. Ant had four assists. Murray had five. Uh, Ant had uh, one turnover. Murray had four. Ant wound up with 41 points. Murray wound up with 40.
1: I mean, it was a real I mean it was discount bubble Murray versus Bubble Donovan Mitchell. Yeah,
2: yeah, it and was. Rudy
1: Gobert had a front row seat for <laughs> right. both times. And he
2: was asked about that by probably yeah. by somebody from Denver who uh yeah. but what was satisfying about it, I mean, I thought Murray shots were more open. Murray was getting open with high picks, using, you know, the double Double pin down screens and all this other stuff, and yeah, he was they there were getting... like shots
1: that made sense that they went in. Ants were like that one right in front of us. The like there the... were
2: three ant shots that were just ridiculously hard, and he never doubted they were going in. I could just tell by the way he was shooting. I mean, that's when, um, one of the hardest things to get in the NBA is a guy when your money you know, your rent is on the table and you're betting your existence that you have the cards to play with. And you need that ace card. And that's what Ant can be. He can't be that all the time. He's not one of the 10 best players in the NBA. But he is... But he is is when he's
1: playing like that, man.
2: He is a force. I mean, you know, he's... uh, Anyway, it was... Without him, this team does not make that comeback, and it. And and frankly, if you know, Gobert has his problems, and there was a lot of the usual. I mean, we talk about cats, you know, a stray voltage. Rudy's got some interesting voltage of his own.
1: And, himself out of that game I mean, with he's always
2: <laughs> thinking that he's getting hit in the head. Everybody gets hit in the head. He just is really, really sensitive about getting hit in the head. And he wants everybody to know he gets hit in the head. But if you watch Biggs in the NBA going up, I mean, their head is amid a bunch of elbows that are flying around. It is what it is, you know. But Rudy really takes it personally. And, you know, it's easy for me to say I'm not down there. But, I mean, it is why he is what he is. He's got to be down
1: there doing that. Jokic was complaining about some head smacks, too, during the game. Exactly.
2: Well, that's what I mean. I mean, it's just by now it's it's, – Part of your game as a physical player is figuring out the best plot line in terms of how you feel you were getting refed. You want to make it credible, but you also want to make it dramatic and you need to walk that line between dramatizing when uh, a perfect example of this is when Rudy did hit Jokic in the face and jokic had every right to to say hey i got hit in the face but instead he waited a, a pregnant second maybe a second and a half and then flung himself backwards yeah, yeah and i mean he was fouled. there's no doubt about it but i wouldn't if i was the ref the ref didn't call it i wouldn't have called the foul on him after i saw that performance where he's basically uh i mean it was the whole marcus smart move where you know delayed time-lapse photography or something all of a sudden <laughs> You know, everybody else is heading back up the court. Marcus Smart realizes he's fouled and flies on down onto the floor. It wasn't quite that bad, but Jokic clearly flopped. And so, you know, you have some of that. Um But again, there's, again, a, a situation where um cat on Jokic is, let's face it, there because they want Rudy to lurk and be more of a presence. I hate it. Uh <laughs> Well, I mean, it, it when it was uh, slow mo, it worked for a game. Yeah, but you know he shut down Aaron Gordon and, and was a decent.
1: Hey Amen. My my whole thing with that matchup was, and I and I I said this like the day after they played that Nuggets game, I because I, I was thinking about it like uh-huh. for when they play him again down the line or if they played him in the playoffs, and I said I will be interested to see if Cat can duplicate. What well, Kyle did on Jokic with right. Rudy lurking in that game that they won, and they beat Denver during the regular season, said it would be interested to see. I don't know if it'll work. We know it does not work. Six quarter. I mean, if it's me, man, that's six quarters. Right. We saw it does not work, and it impacts Carl's offensive game. I believe by having Jokic do his thing against him, and I mean what, the through line or two common denominators are Carl played like garbage in the first six quarters yes. of of this series. That's true. And he guarded Nikola Jokic in mm-hmm. those six quarters. And then he had his best quarter of the series in the third quarter when Rudy Gobert, for 11 minutes and 54 seconds right. of the quarter, guarded Nikola Jokic. I mean, right. that, it, it, that is – I don't normally say this as, because all these coaches know so much more than I do. will be absolute coaching malpractice, in my opinion – if they go back to that again, I I loved in the, the the counter positive counter positive But you
2: also, of that. I mean, I, and this is uh, this is more devil's advocacy. I don't disagree with you, but I do want to point out that it isn't like Cat immediately has a good matchup. Otherwise, you know, I mean, Aaron Gordon got behind Cat at least twice. No, in but right away court. at the
1: beginning of the quarter, Cat had a really good Jokic or Gordon good went block, right at him, right, a- and and Cat walled up and did that. That's not a good defender, so right. there's not gonna be there aren't good def- there aren't right. good matchups for him. The hope is that he has always has been be neutral defensively, do your thing on offense, right? And and I think when you don't put him in a disadvantageous defensive situation, the likelihood he does his thing on offense is is more likely. Again, as he kind of did in the third quarter, he had right. one of his rumbling drives. To the basket there. And like... he shot
2: some threes and he actually made a nice pass. He began to find himself again. Um, it, I will tell you, it's difficult for me to go and talk to him after the game um, and hear the denial. Um, I don't really know what to say uh, because everybody around him is thinking the same thing, which is I w- wonder if we should ask him a question that not so subtly contradicts what he is saying, um, because I don't want to enable him. I don't want him to think that this is this is the right, this is the answer that is the truth. Uh, so much of what he perceives is what has happened well, we'll put it this way. If he really believed what he said, he would perform it with more confidence. I mean, he was not performing confidently, so you can't
1: really say, "Well, yeah, this was working." You're talking about performing, performing when he was talking. To um, no, I'm talking about on the court. Oh, okay. I'm All talking right.
2: about the fact that when he says, "Yeah, well, think you know, we did this, but things were working out good," we, you know so. No, the first half it was not working out good. You were fighting yourself constantly. You were terrified that you were showing yourself to be at least inadequate yeah. to the task. Yeah. and he'll never admit that. And um, I'm not sure that's a problem. But to fling the other way and to say, hey, you know, I mean, to shine it on, he's not fooling anybody. I just want, you know, I, 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 nobody who sees the game misses what happens, especially when Cat is worthy of being watched because he is one of the two or three best players on this team minimum. And so... When that happens...
1: I mean, you just, can't, you just can't avoid the first 15 minutes of the game. The first 15 <laughs> minutes of the game, he played for 12 of those minutes before he picked up his third foul and had to go to the bench for the rest of the quarter. And at that point in time, he was 0 for 4 from the line. He had four critical turnovers, another two very errant and wishful passes uh, on top of that, and he had three fouls. And that's also, he was the
2: catalyst... For the bonfire at the beginning of the third quarter in Game One, that basically swung the Doing game the same de- thing.
1: decisively. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what I'm just talking about from a Finch perspective. To, it will be malpractice to think that you can put him in the same situations and expect a different result. If he the same mental situation uh-huh. for Carl, I
2: understand, uh, and I think I do agree with you. I, I'm trying to think of it in terms of. Um, you know, I mean, how much of it is a five-man game versus a one-man matchup? You know, I mean, and I get what you're saying. If things get a lot easier, and Ant was the one that said, you know, when we get stops, um, that's when I get to go in transition. I get lanes opened up for me. Mm-hmm. I asked him because he wasn't getting lanes opened up for him in game one, and he was getting a lot of lanes. Opened up, especially in the third quarter, he began to just attack the rim, and he was able to make Where things happen. Where was Carl happen. position? Huh?
1: Where was Carl positioned?
2: Yeah, right. I in know the corner. Right,
1: right, and he didn't get the ball very much when and he when did. did. And when did Ant not get the ball? <laughs> when Carl got post ups. Yeah. right. That's true. That's true. Let's uh, let's let's grab our first break. I want to talk a little bit more about uh, Ant and in and, and his right. performance and how they can tap into that again. And also specifically tonight, I know he had 41, but could have they tapped into it uh, a little bit more. So we'll grab our first break here. We'll be back with Brett. Today's show is brought to you by Land and Lore. And did you know that research shows looking tired negatively affects your ability to be successful? As if life wasn't hard enough, right? But a study in the Sleep Journal found that individuals who were perceived as tired were less approachable than others. So good luck getting that raise, that girl or guy or that prospect. You're trying to land if people don't want to be around you. Don't worry, Landon Lore has you covered. At Landon Lore, they created products designed to wake your face up. So if you spent all night watching reruns of Ant putting it on Gabe Vincent or Pat Bev dancing on the scorer's table, they got you covered. And as fans of the Timberwolves, they know life isn't full of highlights, so they have one for you. Use promo code 20Caveman at checkout on Amazon.com to get 20% off their two best items, the face cleanser and moisturizer. That's two zero Caveman for 20% off. Land and Lore Face Cleanser and Moisturizer when you purchase on Amazon. Today's show is brought to you by Hyacinth Restaurant in St. Paul. I've been telling you all season about Hyacinth with their amazing food and warm, inviting atmosphere. And with the sun starting to come out, this is the perfect time to check out Hyacinth. Hyacinth does partner with local farms and their chefs visit the metro farmer's markets four times a week as these markets open back up. So you know that no matter when you are eating at Hyacinth, you are having the freshest and most vibrant food Minnesota has to offer. St. Paul does have the reputation for being the sleepier of the two Twin Cities, and just like the Wolves are trying to change the narrative around their organization, Hyacinth wants your help to change the narrative about St. Paul. Hyacinth is also offering a $10 gift card for every reservation made after 8 p.m., so to receive your gift card, make a reservation on their website at hyacinthstpaul.com, and you will receive the gift card on arrival. Limit one gift card per party, and you must follow through with your reservation, so no show, no gift card. And then finally, Hyacinth is happy to announce the return of their sidewalk patio beginning Tuesday, May 16th. What started as a pandemic pivot has become a tradition at the restaurant. Reservations specifically for outdoor dining can also be made at their website, which is, again, hyacinthstpaul.com. That's three more reasons to try out Hyacinth in St. Paul, a restaurant that has become a favorite of mine in the Twin Cities. All right, we're back with Burt Robson. Um phenomenal performance I we touched on a little bit before the break i also leave that game wondering if you could have gone to it a little bit more am I, you am could I, have gotten 50 i mean
2: <laughs> no i'm serious
1: yeah like yeah. i i, I kind of there were there were some of those extended and and i don't know i'm fatigue is a factor and i'm often annoyed by the times when he has to just relegate himself to the corner and other guys do stuff I guess you kind of do need some of that to to be able to catch your breath because he also – that's another second-half shift. He was guarding Murray oftentimes right. uh, in the second half there too, but I guess that's my way of answering my question before I, I ask it. D- do you think that they could have gone to Ant even more there uh, in the second half?
2: I actually think they ran a lot of pick-and-roll in the second half, but I also think that if you run pick-and-roll with Ant, What often happens is not a pick and roll and Ant winds up with the ball doing what he wants to do. I think there should have been more of that. (laughs) I do. I mean, I know that sounds crazy. I mean, he'll deny the screen or he simply won't pass. Or if he does pass, it's sometimes in a dribble handoff weave where he knows he's going to get it back or something. But it's not like – all I'm saying is the tough shots that he was making with the mid ranges and occasionally the threes, where there were people out on him, it was obviously part of the game plan they knew everybody knows. I mean, if you have an alpha score, somebody who when they're on, you can't stop him. You can't stop him. And um, everybody tries to limit him. And the Nuggets were trying very hard to limit Ann. Um Yes, I would have liked to have had them trying to keep limiting Ant and Ant keep rising above for as long as he could. Uh, what was fascinating um, is in the first half, um, Ant was... Uh, Brett's got his paper sheets here. Uh, so I could do the math, see? So I could do first half, second half. He was four for eight. Uh, three for four from three and three for four from the, the line for uh, 14 points. Not bad. Uh, Not but bad. in the second half, he was 10 for 15, three for six from three, four for four from the line, 27 points for a total of 41 points, 14 for 23, six for 10, seven for eight, as I said. He was also um, plus 12 and played 22 41 of the 24 minutes in that second half he rested for a minute and 19 seconds
1: at the beginning of the third quarter in the second half and so
2: and by the way the only person that had a better the wolves were better plus minus when that person was on the floor in the second half was rudy they were plus 13 in rudy's 1909 in that the the, the third best plus minus in that second half was Nah at plus seven and 1502 play uh the team overall was plus six um and is your ticket and is the guy if you're going to win game three or game
1: four uh it will be because and it looks something like that it looks something like that second half yeah and you'll i need... I, I just didn't i didn't know if it was there i didn't know if it, that was possible to tap into i mean we haven't seen anything like that in over a month that's true not and, that, that I mean, we, we know he has that in his game, but but whether it be the illness, the injury, the whatever's going yeah, on with the shoulder. Right, like, right. That, yeah, it, I agree. That's why I when I was talking about game two, when I was doing pods in between the games, I was like, I was saying a lot about I think you need to find other things to rely on to more bankable, what I thought were more bankable things, Conley Anderson and two-man game, those right, type of things. Right. But that was – I mean, that is the biggest surprise to me of this game, is that, and, and the biggest bonus. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean the biggest that- like
2: they. If you want to be optimistic yeah. about the Wolves, it's that you do have your meal ticket back, and so does Denver. What's crazy is that Jamal Murray had a, a classic Jamal Murray season in the regular season.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, he's uh, again he was over twenty points. He's he's playing very well, but he's also back to being Jamal Murray postseason. You know, that bubble performance yeah. made him. And he was the one that took up the challenge. He was far more valuable than Jokic tonight. Um, and you almost never get to say that about a Denver Nuggets game. Nikola Jokic is almost always easily the most valuable player. And this time easily, Murray shot making, won that game. When Denver got caught flat-footed by the fact that the Wolves were suddenly competent because they had relaxed as much as I'd relaxed into, (laughs) you know, meme mode. They were relaxing into, all right, 2-0 mode. You know, I wonder who's in the second round kind of thing. And it it showed. I mean, that was one of the reasons the Wolves were allowed to move on up. So,
1: yeah. You you know what, what I would add on? And obviously, Jokic is always a problem. Murray was in supernova mode. I thought I thought Michael Porter Jr. at the beginning of the fourth quarter was huge. I think he scored eight straight points. And it's when Murray and Jokic sat to get their rest in those first three, four minutes. Yeah, you
2: pointed that out to me, and why don't you say who who was on him?
1: Jalen Noel. So
2: not objectively, but probably the worst defender that still gets regular minutes. I mean, not even close. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, you're probably right. Anyway, uh,
1: I thought that was ridiculous.
2: Well, I mean, what is he six four, six
1: five, and and Porter is like six ten. Yep. And yeah, I mean, and 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 it's the thing. The frustration I had at the moment when I kept saying to you is, it was I don't know exactly who the five on the floor were, but it wasn't Murray and Jokic. So you. You had knew it was going to go through Porter Jr. Right, and then it did start going through right. Porter Jr. And I'm Jalen almost Noah sure Slomo
2: was on the floor for quite a bit of it. So
1: uh, not on not yeah not on not on Porter Jr. But there. that's what I mean. He could have been. I mean they they lost they lost this game in the first half, but it was there for the taking in the second half. If they capitalized on all the margins, and if we're if we're isolating for margins, they missed in the second half. I think slowing Michael, like I think you could have survived what Jamal Murray did in the second half. I think they did survive Jokic by switching Uh Gobert onto him. Right. And and even that just that that Porter Jr. flurry to me was you subtract that and and I don't know if you win the game, but we're probably talking about the final minute, it's like a tie score. Mm -hmm. You know, and and then it's then it's probably Murray versus Edwards who, you know, who makes a big bucket in the clutch clutch.
2: Yes. And, and, yeah, I would say you're right. They got separation there in that period of time, and then they stayed separated. You know um, who should have been on the floor?
1: Huh? You know who should have been on the floor guarding Michael Porter Jr.? Your boy. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm dead serious. I think Josh Minot should have guarded him right there.
2: Well, that would have been fun. Uh, actually, <laughs> I th- I'm sure Finch is worried about foul trouble. Uh, if, if, if they're on the bonus early.
1: And, and Torian Prince is their best matchup of realistic guys. But he had five. He picked right. up a, that fifth. I, I um, I like
2: Torian Prince
1: as a locker room
2: presence and as a small dose guy. That's my favorite Torian Prince. The more Torian Prince becomes a factor in the game, the less confident I am the Wolves are going to win that game.
1: Unless he's just making all his threes. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah. I mean,
2: there's just something about him. I think that he's admirable in terms of he gets a lot out of his ability. And I think that, um, you know, he's, he's certainly he's improved this year, actually, over last year, I think, because he understands the team a little better. And I think the personnel around him enables him to play positions that are better suited for him. He's not playing power forward in the classic sense nearly as much. Right. Uh, so, and I don't think he's a bad player. I just, if he's your seventh man, you're in trouble, I think. Hmm. And he is right now,
1: uh, in many respects. I wouldn't have said that going into the playoffs. I feel like he's, yeah, I mean, something
2: happened, you know, he, he, he got that illness or whatever. I mean, he had a couple of, he went away for personal reasons and he got that illness I mean, I don't know enough about, I don't pay attention to the behind the scenes stuff, but, and I've always both admired and, um, shaded a little bit, uh, his approach, which is, I'm going right at you. I'm going to make the quick decision. Here's what's going to happen. Ta-da, ta-da, ta-da. Uh, I think that that's, um, too predictable for somebody of his skill set. He's a straight line guy. Um, I, he doesn't finish at the rim very well, I don't think. And when his three is on, it's fine. Uh, and his defense, if he's taking charges, and I th- i think his defense actually has slipped a little bit in the second half or in you know, the last month or whatever you want to call sure. it.
1: Um, I mean, it's just the unfortunate situation. Well, he had a bad game. You know, yeah, and, yeah, and right. you can you can cover well, it over that was
2: scoreless in the first game in twenty one yeah. minutes.
1: Right. Uh, you, I, just, I, I, I mean, was gonna say you could could have covered that over, obviously, or really decreased his minutes if you have Jaden, right? Or Nas. Very good point. I'm talking almost everything
2: I'm saying is in a Jade McDaniels vacuum. And so he has the kind of role he is taking on is much more of a Jade McDaniels role, although Naw is also obviously taking on that role, but fulfilling it a lot better. Uh actually what Naw reminds me of is Jade McDaniels last year.
1: <laughs> that's a that's a good reason to re sign him.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, if he has the same mindset. I mean, you know, he does have a great work ethic. I just don't know. I think, you know, I don't think many people make the kind of leap offensively that Jaden made this year.
1: Yeah, Jaden just yeah, so he yeah. had a leap to be made. Yeah, I him. think he
2: had a bag. I don't know if Nah has that bag. I mm. don't know. You know, in yeah, terms there's, of there's, offense,
1: there's, I think there's probably more to Nikhil's offensive game that isn't the role he's being asked to play in this series or or in the play-in. He's really the fifth lock. Guys up. There's not
2: a lot of oil in his body though. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of, uh, he's, he feels very mechanical. I mean, very willful and Mm -hmm. pushing forward. But I mean, his three point shot is funky. (laughs) (laughs) So it's kind of a surprise when it goes in and his decision making, I think when he picks up the ball and goes to the rim or, you know, whatever, uh, I would like his decisions most of the time because he knows when to pass. Sometimes, I just think he's young, but he's he's getting it. But he also, just simply, I just got through saying that I thought he was had more natural talent than Torian Prince. Well, I think Jane McDaniel's has more natural talent than Nah. Yeah, uh, you know, sure. I just think that there are certain ways. If people have that oily, you know, that silkiness, that flow in their body, they can do things more deceptively than a mechanical guy mm-hmm. um so um would josh like, minot on the other hand <laughs> is like a big one. slobbery dog you know i mean it just <laughs> you know if he ever grows into those paws right <laughs> you know he's gonna be something uh and and y- y- michael porter jr would be a fascinating matchup for
1: him well i i know it was the Pretty much garbage time in the fourth quarter, but of, of game one. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, I, I think it was yeah. You know, when I was talking with Jace before, he was like, I don't think that Josh Minot should be planned to be in the rotation. But I think if you get down by fifteen, and you need a like a, a spark or a tweak or to to what's going on, that's when you play Minot. And that that was on my mind as. I think that was, you know, that was a, a time when they were whatever. It doesn't need to be not. Right. It needed to not be Jalen Noel on him. In, in, I know in my this way. is late
2: night. Well, let's get let's get two or three minutes into not at practice the other day. <laughs> you go he ahead. was trying dunks that were insane motherfucking dunks. I mean they were they were, they were like J.R. Ryder dunks. They were uh, he was doing under the legs.
1: Uh, 360 360s underneath the arm 360s uh the, yeah that behind the back behind his back 360 dunk right in front of us oh, I, yeah that was and then he went and played a little one-on-one with tim Connolly, <laughs>
2: <laughs> who went over there and just decided mm-hmm. to mess around with him a little bit i mean it's just that you, guy's going to be, if they trade why him, I'm going to get woo. furious. I'm no, they're not. Furious. They love
1: him. I think they love him. I mean, he is. He is going to be, at the
2: very least, his absolute floor is Corey Brewer, who had a really nice NBA career. Hmm. That's his floor, I think. Uh, you know, somebody who. Corey Brewer got 50 one time and it was the most awkward 50 I've ever seen in my life but he got 50 <laughs> he did and and he, is, he and he was a great defender in his own way uh but also had games where he did not look like that kind of defender and I think that's his floor I think that he is going to be I'll tell you 7 years from now if the wolves keep them both McDaniels and Minot are going to be book end wings who man,
1: you know, <laughs> I think we're talking about Josh. Why after the Wolves lose yeah. game two so of the playoffs?
2: Another one I want to get into is Mike Conley.
1: Let's uh, let's grab our let's grab our second break. OK, sure. We haven't talked about Conley at all. Uh, we'll be back with Brett here for a final segment. Today's show is brought to you by the Game Time app. And Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy and theater near you. I feel like I'm stressed every time I'm wanting to buy tickets to a Twins game or a concert in town, and I'm stressed because I don't know if I'm getting a good deal or not. With the Game Time app, I feel confident, even if it's last minute, that I've purchased my tickets at a fair rate, and that's because of their best price guarantee. So if you're looking for tickets to one of these final Wolves home games, check out the Game Time app. You'll get images of your seats when you buy, so you know what to expect when you arrive. You can buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're good. And tickets are sent directly to your phone, so no need to dig through your emails. So snag tickets without stress with the Game Time app. Download the Game Time app. Create an account and use code DANEMORE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and use the code DANEMORE, all one word, for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: All right, back with Britt Robson for a final segment here. Uh, Britt, we we haven't talked about Mike Conley at all. He's been... Always the, a mistake. The, the, yeah. <laughs> the, the sneaky genius. And yes, I mean, just the, like that one three he hit in the fourth. Like all these times where it was like, okay, looks like the Wolves are about to die. Looks like the Wolves are about to die. And of, of course, they eventually did. But like, right. not, uh, not without Mike's best efforts, I guess.
2: Right. He did have a really his only turnover of the game was a very costly one and he did get a shot blocked uh there were I mean he wasn't perfect but what I will say is the cliche is coach on the floor I will tell you uh this is a guy who is even better than a coach on the floor because he is actually playing at the time and as much as coaches can watch what other people doing and seeing how things are to have the ball in your hand and notice everybody moving around you and having done it for 16 years in the NBA and still are doing it. And to have a team that was such obvious mental infancy as this team has. (laughs) I mean, the contrast is just phenomenal. I come away from every post game with Mike Connolly knowing that he is one of the most put-together dudes ever because he never seems to take his teammates' low IQ personally.
1: Hmm.
2: I mean, he just says, well, yeah, if we do this and do this and do this, and he's busy telling them all, too. I mean, Ant's sitting there, you know, he looked at his phone and guffawed and said a few things and muttered about finding his flip-flops and everything. Then when he sat down again, Slowmo mo had come out of the shower. Mike had come out of the shower long before that. And they started talking about the game. And Ant initiated the conversation with Conley. Slowmo sat down and they double teamed him. They basically talked about cutting to the basket and making interior passes. And those two
1: things were the
2: absolute crucial aspect I thought of and it them. was like
1: it was like excited to share a correct answer. Exactly. Yeah.
2: And so, you know, what is that worth? Why the hell did the Utah Jazz get rid of that guy? I don't care if they're tanking for Victor. Um, Mike Conley wasn't going to be what Mike Conley. I'll tell you, he'll win you 10 games in 2027. <laughs> you know, if you keep him on that team, yeah. because he is a teacher and the there the, Utah's stupidity is our game. Uh, and we got rid oh. of D'Lo at the same time and we got picks. Uh, you know, I mean, I say a lot of oh. bad things about Tim Conley. I don't like his style and the Gobert trade hasn't worked out. But that trade. Um, it's great. Oh, you know, that was a great trade and more to the point we're talking about you know, tonight's game. Uh, He is a guy who organizes everybody on the court. Rudy trusts him, which is incredibly important because Rudy doesn't seem nearly as mad at his teammates as he used to be. Yep. Uh, Cat trusts him. Ant trusts him implicitly. And he's talking a lot, both on the court and in the locker room. And, if you want, I mean, for Ant to become not only an alpha scorer, but a smart basketball player, um, which he's not naturally inclined to do. He's inclined to be, Ants. and people's vices and virtues are right next to each other. Ant's carefree attitude enables him to do things other people can't do, but it also limits him in terms of what. You know smart basketball players can do mike conley has put those seeds in his head and some will grow and some will die but he will be better off for having played with mike conley and tonight the wolves were better off um he doesn't always have to be in there you know we know that Slow mo was in for that third quarter a lot of it yeah. but he's also he's a regulator and and I guarantee you when he's on the bench, if somebody wants to talk to him or even if he feels the need to talk to somebody, Finch gushes about him. He gushes about him. He gushes about slow-mo. Um, it's a very, very different team than it was last year because you didn't need those guys. It was all fire and brimstone with Pat Bev and Vando and you went out, you, you know, you collided with people and you know <laughs> that, that isn't what happens this year. What happens this year is you got some very fundamental players and then you got you know a guy like Ant.
1: What's better for What's better for Ant? The fire and brimstone or the? That's a good question.
2: Uh, you know, uh, I don't like to entertain the idea of what other teams would be really good for Ant. <laughs> <laughs> but can you imagine him? Uh, you know, just being on teams that need a wing and have everything else. Yeah. I mean, you know, just. Well, that should be.
1: <laughs> that should be this team. Well. Yeah, but it isn't. <laughs> you know. Not right now. Yeah.
2: So, you know, they were down 0-2. Uh, they were awful in game one. You have to give them a D, and that's charitable. Uh, D-minus. Yeah, probably a D-minus. I mean, 109-80. Yeah, I know I was sour. And tonight, a probably a c-minus in the first half charitably but they did rally some in the late second quarter and then like a b-plus they they beat the number one seed by six points in the second half and put a scare into them uh, to the point where it's a little bit little bit of a series you know the nuggets are not swaggering into minnesota they they still have a job to do i don't have any doubt that they're going to win this series uh, well, that, that
1: that'll that'll be the line right going into game game games three and game four is can they use what happened in the third quarter and the fourth quarter so as to build on that to be able to to win a, a game three. How, I mean, that obviously that transla- is going to translate to some extent. That That's yeah. not an untrue statement. That's but true. how true is it?
2: I think some of it has to do with uh, it's like when you – are eating food and you're in the mood for a food and a, a certain mood, type of mood food, for a food, a c- certain type of food and you eat it and it's absolutely delicious. You put it in the fridge, you know, you bring it out, maybe heat it, maybe eat it cold or whatever. It's still really good, but, um, there may be another type of food that would be better at that particular time. <laughs> and they may, all I'm saying is, is it just to say, replicate the formula And things will be almost as is. Yeah, your floor is raised if you replicate the formula. You will be eating better food than maybe you normally do because it was really good last time. But it's kind of shutting down other possibilities maybe. Mm -hmm. There are basics. And I know already what you're thinking. Why not just go... Use your verities from this time and translate them to next time. And I agree for the most part. I want to see more offense from Ant. I want to see more, uh, go bear on Jokic to the extent that go bear is in the mood to catch and finish pick and rolls. I want to see that. Uh, I want to see cat in the corner. um, all the things that you're saying, but Denver is going to be ready for some of that. Denver is going to play a different we'll way. It's a whole, and it's also a new day. It's a new, you know, and, um, is now down Oh two instead of Oh one. And he's put markers down saying he doesn't want to be out of the playoffs. He's going to be straining a little bit. Maybe that's good. Maybe that's bad. I'm just saying everything, every day is a different dynamic and, things happen that are transferable but they don't always transfer as cleanly or even as as purely in their form that you expect as they would
1: so i i think it's i, I think it's it'll be really interesting to see how they come out in the first quarter of game 1 and or game 3 sorry first game at Target Center, and what they're looking to try and get, right? Game one and game two, the focal point of the offense and where the offense ran through was Cat. Right. And and to no avail. Well, actually, more game one than game two, but That's you're true. right. That is true. That is true. You're right. You're right. And uh- then the most encouraging time of the series thus far has been when Ant was the focal point, not, not every single, but what's tough about running through Ant is that when you're running through Ant, you're only running through Ant. That's He's not a distributor. Yes, that's right. Like, I mean, he, he hasn't been in this current right. iteration. January
2: Ant was, is a thing of the past. And some of that was because Delo knew he could get points if he, D'Lo was the Ant parasite, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, uh, he knew he could get points being off the ball because he, he and D'Lo were, were backcourt buds.
1: It uh, is kind of an interesting uh, like inversion, right, where w- when D'Lo was here and Ant was running the show, D'Lo could still get his as the second cog of the backcourt. That doesn't really work with Mike. Mike's is almost, when he's going, whether as a scorer or an assistor, he's the initial initiator right of of a possession and i would imagine if i were Ant, that's a little bit different of a dynamic to to navigate but one of the things
2: and i i'm i've been slagging cat a lot tonight and and quite frankly he does deserve it uh but and 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 mike were working things out and then cat entered the picture and mike has another mouth to feed in terms of making yeah. sure cat gets his touches and it threw them off. I think I don't. I
1: don't see. Yeah, that that's the that's the crux of Game Three, right? Is I mean, you also it, it can't be complete relegation for Carl, right? And it won't. No. But because, what is the balance?
2: Because <laughs> Carl will barge in. Uh, I think the
1: balance is up to Cat. I think that if Cat, I just think he's going to get his if he just plays out of the corner but also and it's not every it's not every possession but like not, cat will be
2: in front of the target center crowd and maybe he'll hit his first shot
1: maybe he'll block a shot
2: maybe he'll make a pretty dime so much of what happens with cat is momentum mental momentum
1: Yeah, it's like
2: all right i'm on today
1: or i'm which not which is why you stupid. don't stall that momentum by setting him up in a situation that will likely stall it by guarding Jokic. Oh, and that that point is duly noted <laughs> I just uh, yeah. well
2: uh, and and I don't think you're wrong I, I I I'm there is no question that your best player on their best player your best defender on their best playmaker makes sense um and if it Enables Cat to be a better defender and enables Cat to concentrate more on his offense. Because I thought Carl played actually pretty good defense in
1: yeah, the second half Yeah, overall, right. like right. holistically.
2: Well, he also, I mean, what happened is he hit a couple of shots and he made a couple of plays. So, anyway, regard Carl's contribution as a ramp. How The ramp is steeper. When he makes a couple of good plays, the ramp gets tilted up some, so he goes down it faster, and then all of a sudden he has more momentum. If he doesn't, then it's very hard to get that that momentum moving for him, and that's what's happened. I mean, it was embarrassing. The, the first quarter was embarrassing because he had just had a bad game, um, and they scored 80 points, and he's the veteran. You know, he's the guy. He's been here longer than anybody. He's the face of the franchise at the beginning of the season and probably still is to some extent. Um, and he was doing it again. So I was, I was actually really pleased that he had face-saving, um, a face-saving third quarter and contributed to, uh, you know, a run. Actually, Cat himself, let me see, he was uh, overall minus nine Oh, well, I take it back. So he was only plus two in the second half, but he still, I thought, felt, you know, was a lot bigger contributor. And, you know. Yeah, plus I,
1: minuses in the second half. You got TP minus three, Cap plus two, Gobert plus 13, Amp plus 12, Conley plus one, Nikhil plus seven, so Anderson minus, minus two. two. Yeah. Noel only played three and a half minutes. He was even.
2: Yeah. So. But it, it felt better. I guess that's what I'm saying. People, it's kind of like when uh, somebody is doing embarrassing behavior around a dinner table, and then all of a sudden they're not.
1: <laughs> they go to the bathroom for a second. No, I, there
2: were more than just that, you know, like they, for some reason, they, 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 I think stop, you're like, I think you're subconsciously
1: hungry off. here, is what I'm getting from oh, your- <laughs> I
2: not I, I was thinking more in terms of, you know, somebody who's, Whose presence is beginning to make everybody else uncomfortable. And all of a sudden, they, they stop being that way. They're a lot more benign presence. And I think to some extent, Cat was a little bit more benign.
1: That, I mean, and, and I think that's the ideal game three, Cat, right? Is a little bit more of a benign presence, but still impactful. And you leave the game and he's got 21, 11, and four.
2: Or even better is if he's got like seven at the half and. Ants got it going, and the next thing you know, Carl's wide open for about four possessions, and he's feeling it. Yeah, I mean, we just talked about Michael Porter Jr. He could be like a super Michael Porter Jr. That's a good. That's a good. And, yeah. and so all of a sudden, Cats got 12 in a four-minute span. I mean, he actually did that. I can't remember the game, but it was against New Orleans, the last game of the season. Actually, yeah. where he hit three threes from the top of the key, and boom, boom, boom. That was a game,
1: you know pretty much it it has seemed like this is just off the top of my head, but in both of the games of this series that the the when you i mean you just naturally have you know maybe four minutes a half that are really bench heavy Yes. and the center that's been on the floor for the wolves in those minutes again off the top of my head has been Rudy both times I think so and it and it seemed that might be a time to you know to give Carl right. And, and and then and then it's like even if he does miss a couple shots in that situation, it's kind of like, well, what else was the pretty bench heavy unit going to do? Does
2: Denver go small when they go? Yeah, they, I, I, when Jokic is off the floor, they do. Yeah, they've they? been
1: going Gordon at the fi- small ball five. Right, right. I mean, it was no DeAndre Jordan tonight, right? Um, that that's where it's been. I mean, and I think Gordon has done a good job on on Cat in those situations. He he's he's the you know we always talk about the Batum archetype on Cat as being the the best type, like Gordon's that, but even a little bit more stout. Yeah. Uh, but, but overall, I don't think the go. I don't think the Gordon at the non Jokic minutes have been a win by any means uh, right. for, for the wolves and, and they should be. And, and I'm, I guess I'm just saying, I think cat being out there in those minutes is a way to do that. Now, you know, maybe foul trouble, help prevent that in, in this game. But it's just, I, I'm, I'm looking for ways for Carl to get his without being, the dude. Exactly. It just, it seems like that's what this series for the and, wolves craves.
2: Uh, um, and then also he, it's very difficult because what you're looking for is regulated reliability and unchained cat will give you a lot of downs, but some really cool highs.
1: Yeah. And,
2: and, Is that what this team needs in the playoffs? Probably not. And so I agree with you again about what you're saying, but it is hard to convince a guy like Cat and an organization that is catering to Cat that this is the way to handle him. I mean, that's been the problem all along, right? I mean, the way Tibbs used him was abuse And then when Roses came in, it was all love and flowers. In fact, Brian Saunders, by most accounts, was hired Mm -hmm. as a cat whisperer, somebody who just would keep the team's quote-unquote superstar Mm -hmm. happy and in the fold. Um, And so now, you know, you've got Ant who's blossoming. You've got Gobert who has his own needs and has its own displacement value, all of a sudden, keeping Gobert happy is almost as pressing an issue as keeping (laughs) Cat happy. I mean, you know, this is classic Timberwolves dysfunction. And so uh, it's, if you're speaking only logically, you make a lot more sense than if you think about the personalities you're trying to move around and keep in place.
1: I, I, I hope for his sake that he is able to bounce back in a in a major way. I mean this this is we're we're now at the point where what okay, five five games against Houston, six versus uh six versus Memphis, and yeah. now two in this series. So that's thirteen playoff games for him. I mean how many have been duds? Six, five? Yeah, maybe he had seven th- it probably Two
2: of the three in Houston were probably Yeah. I mean I would say three of the six in Memphis were probably and one and a half of these of the two. I would say two
1: duds. Yeah, you I mean, probably he, would he's have the, to. Yeah. Hit 10 I mean overall he's three for twelve, right? Yeah, overall for the game he's three for twelve, one for seven from two. Ooh. And I mean, just ten points. Twelve boards looks good. Eleven of them were defensive right. rebounds. I mean it's just the impact just isn't there. Right. And and, and it, I think it's really dysregulating because baked into whatever the fake identity of this team is, is the idea that he is, he does have some of that regulated reliability. Right. And when you're banking on that reliability from him and it's not there in these more high leverage situations, it's completely disorienting and right. quite frankly overshadows who has become the best player on the team. And, I mean, those right. minutes, those right. quarters from Cat just block out all the other good things that can happen when he's just right. a part of the mix, you know? And
2: I've I, I ripped him quite a bit tonight. I do want to say I think he's a phenomenal offensive player, but I also want to point out that there is just no way he can play. He could do what Ant did tonight. I mean, um,
1: we've never seen it.
2: Get his own shot is, you know, he, Cat can get his own shot better than almost any seven footer. But Duran aside, maybe, but uh, Ant, Ant was hitting shots tonight that, um, cat would not have been quick enough to be able to even attempt because you need separation Mm. on defenders who weren't giving you separation who are bigger than you so
1: yeah it's just different like ant is in a shot making position and carl when he's operating from two-point range it's so it's a game that's so predicated on drawing foul trouble right Ant can just take difficult mid-range shots which you know are often irksome but situationally when he's on fire as he was tonight you can you can just get that literally whenever you want and not only
2: that but what makes an alpha score is the opposite of what cat has and cat is far from alone in this there are just some guys who just can't get the moment they can't be i mean the Nuggets found out Murray was that guy in the bubble against Donovan Mitchell. In Utah found out Donovan Mitchell was that guy right around the same time. Yeah. And now he's that guy for Cleveland. Um, Ant is that guy from Minnesota. And Sam Cassell was that guy for two years here. Uh, KG, to the extent that you could call him an outside shooter playmaker, was that guy, but KG was also so much more that he was kind of like you wouldn't call LeBron James that guy, or even mm. necessarily Kawhi that guy because their games are so broad. Uh, but Ant is one of like three or four guys. Kevin Love, but never in high. He never made it to the playoffs here. So the there's, point there's being is, there's never been that
1: anybody like Ant.
2: There is there is a handful of players at best in the franchise that. Or like Ant, but in terms of playoffs, you're right. I mean
1: That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh yeah. I which, mean which
1: is which I think is the again the the, the positive note you, you leave this game with is that Antwort forty one while while Townsend Gobert played. Right. That right. is something we have not we, we right. saw Ant right. go do that for Right. A large part of the fifty right. games good that he point. was out, Very it was point. just it was just never really it never really happened at the beginning of the season, and maybe some of that was the the shape Ant came in with. Right. It never really happened at the end of the season. Maybe some of that was the illness and the ankle injury. But this was this was easily Ant's best game he's ever played next to both. Towns but it also
2: r- brings me back to what I was saying: is it's also not only because it just happened to be the best game because of those two, but because of the moment. Yeah, Ant wants to be in and, and says to a bunch of people in the room he reminds people somebody said you know you're the star he says i'm not a star yet when will you be a star when we win a series Yep. um and he reminded people again when john asked him um okay you know what do you take out of this you're down 0-2, but you did some good things and he said, well, I was super aggressive tonight because we were down one. I'm going to be super, super aggressive when we're down oh two. 2 But he wants to remind people that his marker isn't that he plays well. His marker is that his team wins. And if you have that as your mindset, then you're so busy saying, I need to make this shot to get us down one rather than saying, I need to make this shot. Because if you're saying I need to make this shot, you're thinking more about yourself and less about the competition, and it takes a special mind to do that.
1: That's what he was saying by his locker. I mean, he missed two shots in the fourth quarter, and what he was saying by his locker was like, "I needed to hit that tray ball." We've been down by one, <laughs> you know, um, and th- th- there's 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 power in that in that mentality, particularly when it comes with a little bit of that. I think selflessness or whatever, exactly, yeah. whatever the the, the well, right word whole, is there.
2: Yeah, I mean the, the the guy is he's a public relations genius because he means what he says. Yeah. The what you want in a pitch man who's somebody who believes their pitch, and Ant is a humble guy. uh in all the right ways. I mean, I don't know his. You know, I know about his mother and so on and so forth in general strokes. But whoever instilled an outlook on life in that guy um, did so under circumstances that were not ideal. He wasn't born with a silver spoon in his mouth, but did so in a manner that gave him values that were resilient values so that he can be a resilient figure, the kind of resiliency that um, players trust Mm -hmm. and that organizations, smart organizations trust. So, and that we should trust, you know, I mean, that's why everybody should be excited about this guy. Uh, he, He went for 41 tonight. And if there is a neon thing you put down there, I mean, I just got through saying that, this season, I think, is about the Gobert trade and, you know, measuring that. Um, under best case scenario, future seasons will be about how securely Ant seizes the identity of this team and how well or badly he is surrounded by the right personnel. That needs to be the narrative of the 23-24, 24-25, 25-26
1: Wolves. Mm-hmm. I think I like it. You said the pitch. I, I believe in the pitch a little bit more now because I hadn't seen it in a while, uh-huh. you know, and I hadn't seen it in the context of this, uh, of this roster construction. And so that's why that is the encouraging factor that I, I leave this with is Ant can't still do that. Ant supernova stuff within this confusing context of this roster. and, should be able to do it again at least to some degree in uh, in Game Three. That's probably a good place for us to to leave it tonight. <laughs> I have a I have a flight here in not that many hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's uh, he's Britt Robson uh, as always. You can read him uh, at Min, Min, Min Post and you can follow him on Twitter uh, at Britt Robson. We'll the both of us will be uh, flying back to Minneapolis on Thursday. And then we got a game right away On again. On Friday, right? On Friday, these late starts, man. <laughs> we'll uh we'll we'll keep doing it. Um I appreciate Britt you doing uh multiple of these pods when we've been Oh, out we're in here. the
2: same city, you know, there's nothing else to do.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would have been stuck doing doing one of these by myself. And um yeah, I, I think I think we covered I think we covered the landscape in our uh, circuitous way <laughs> that we do. But uh but yeah, uh I will be back uh after after game three, to talk to you and uh, see what Ant uh, is able to continue, uh, how Carl is able to bounce back. I, I, I really wouldn't be surprised to see Carl bounce back in, in a big way because I, I think we've gotten to the point where it's people are almost universally expecting Carl to flop in, in a playoffs. And while it might be fair to say that half of his playoff games in his career have been duds,
2: They've been some su- surprisingly good ones.
1: and 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 I would I would you know, uh, the to, to, to promote a sponsor, I would I would bet the over on uh, on cap points on on prize picks, uh, for, for for game three. So we'll see what happens in game three. I'll be back to talk to, you, uh, you about that uh, after that one. Again, he's Britt at Britt Robson. I'm Dane at Dane Moore NBA uh, until Friday night. Peace out.
2: How I'm feeling, man. I hope it never stop, Yeah, green and hot, so you can find me in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Don't let standards ever ever bring you down. Yeah, hope you dancing like nobody else around. Yeah.